It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. News Podcast presents Brett Baer's All-Star Panel. America's got to be in the lead if you want to deal with these threats. We're going to lead. The morning is over. The shiva is done. And if you're a conservative, you should be optimistic. You know, my main priority right now is making sure that it delivers for the American people. We have to make our country great again, and I will do that. I think the president gets criticized by people all the time for the stuff he says, by people who ignore what he does. Now, Fox's chief political anchor, Brett Baer. Just a week after it was found, President Biden had possession of classified documents after leaving office. Justice Department officials told Fox News, Peter Ducey, they went to President Biden's private residence to retrieve classified documents. This as the White House has changed its tune on whether the Delaware home is a private or working residence. But I definitely think we want answers. Classified documents belong in classified settings. And I think you heard me say oversight is not a partisan thing. Good oversight means you're willing to hold any rule breaker to account. And as 2024 presidential discussions heat up, the Trump campaign has formally asked Meta officials to reinstate the former president's Facebook account as he is reportedly planning a return to Twitter as well. For a conversation on this and more, we bring in our panel. GOP strategist, former campaign manager for Senator Scott Brown, Colin Reed, former Tennessee congressman, co-host of The Five, Harold Ford Jr., and Fox News White House correspondent, Peter Ducey. So, Peter, uh, a lot of developments this week on this classified document story. So, initially, the big development with this search was that Merrick Garland decided the FBI did not need to go into the Wilmington residence for themselves because... He thought that they were cooperating with the investigation. Uh, But we can report now that the Justice Department did have an official or officials go into the president's residence to the spot that the personal attorneys spotted the classified info. They retrieved it and they transported it. We don't know how much they were telling President Biden in real time as these things happened, but we we expect to know soon. Harold. You know, you hear some Democrats say this is not a big deal. It's different than President Trump's, uh, but it is a big deal. And the story continues to kind of creep on in all kinds of media outlets. There's no doubt. I think one of the things that we will learn from this um, or one of the great takeaways so far, not not to give our colleague all of the credit that he deserves. But I I have to repeat Ducey's questioning of the of the White House around this has been has really been stellar. So I'm not surprised his reporting matches that. Um, this is this is this is not becoming more of an embarrassment and, and, and creeping more into a problem category, because for the life of me, I can't understand why you don't release all of this information uh, uh, at once, or if it's happening real time, then you you release it you release it at that time. These things have occurred, uh, and it appears for whatever reason or for whatever reasons we're hearing about this. Um, um, uh, as, as Peter continues to ask just basic questions and some of his colleagues in the, in the press uh, follow, follow on. Brett, when we were on your show a few days ago, you know, and you, you, you put up the timeline for how this started November 2nd, 
and I'm still uh, the point for me that is that, that I can't quite get my head around. I hope that there perhaps we get some some uh, a clear answer. Maybe Peter's asked this question. I just didn't hear the answer. But on January 5th, when they appointed the special counsel or it was agreed that they would appoint the special counsel after they'd already asked the U.S. attorney out of Illinois, uh, the Republican appointed U.S. attorney to look into this matter back in November. Something happened between November, mid-November mid and early January uh, to trigger the, the, the appointment of a special counsel in this matter. And, uh, you know, I know there's, there's tantalizing here for Democrats to jump on President Trump, and it's tantalizing and tempting for Republicans to jump on President Biden and ask why he doesn't get the same treatment that President Trump got at Mar-a-Lago. I'll let those sides go at it. Uh, Democrats who don't think this is serious, they're not being serious. And Republicans who think this is much like what President Trump uh, did, they're not being honest about this. Uh, all that, to, all that's, all that to say, this is serious. And I, I, I hope that we don't have to have Mr. Ducey every day ask a question that reveals more facts uh, that have already occurred. Uh, yeah. Again, if I were in the White House, I'd want to get all of this out as quickly as possible and as soon as I was learning it. And that's part of the problem here, Colin, is that there has been this drip, drip, drip of information and it does advance the story beyond, you know, just shutting down questions. It's the kind of stuff, Brett, that keeps communications professionals and staffers up at night because it's the scenario you never want to be dealing with, to borrow a term from the late Secretary Rumsfeld, the unknown unknowns and which layer of the onion is going to get peeled back next and whether you're do dealing with the totality of a, the series of facts or if it's just going to keep coming at you with, with more and more information. So, and, and that's why, you know, for those of us who, who follow the last couple presidential races previously, up until last week, this debate over classified information and who mishandled it more was, was, was between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And then all of a sudden, uh, President Biden kind of stumbled into the storyline in a big way. And his line, his his response about the Corvette to Peter Ducey's question last week, I think will will go down in the history books alongside some of the uh, the most notable uh, 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 responses from Secretary Clinton during the 2016 question. So you know, there's serious uh, question, there's serious questions about the timeline. Uh, there's the the big question in my mind as a political operator is uh, November second when this whole thing, uh, the, the, which has been the start date uh, on this whole thing. Well, six days later. America went to vote and cast their ballots uh, in the midterm elections and why we didn't know about this before then. I expect that will be one serious data point that the incoming House Republican Congress uh, focuses on. All right. We're going to take a quick pause here. We'll be back after this. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Peter, do we know who made the decision not to come forward with the transparency part of that, the early discovery, uh, and kind of wait until, as Green Jean-Pierre has said numerous times, the process played out? Well, by process of elimination, we know it's not Kareen because she says she didn't know about any of this until a reporter from CBS News reached out for comment. And their story just came out last week. So more than two months after somebody at the Penn Biden Center found some of these materials. So uh, whoever it is in Biden world is putting the comms team in a really tough spot and an unenviable spot because 
they're sending them out there either with no information or with incomplete information. And they're sending her out there as the only person authorized to talk about this, at least for now. And so I we, we don't know who it was, but the president and his personal attorneys uh, appear to have been the most involved for the longest with this. Harold, do you think this changes presidential politics at all as far as the 2024 race? Uh, whether Democrats consider Joe Biden more vulnerable because of this or, you know, both Republicans and Democrats who say, can we get somebody who hasn't mishandled classified information as a candidate? You know, I don't know. I think it may be it may be too early to, to make that to pontificate or think about that. I, I do know that I've read stories where there are those suggesting who may have a little more of a conspiratorial uh, appetite. Uh, than I do, suggesting that maybe this was an effort to try to cause the president to think differently about 2024. Um, but I, I think if, if if we continue down the direction, continue down the path we're heading, where the information is being released here in a um, in, in a bizarre timeline kind of way, particularly things that have happened, you certainly wouldn't be surprised if those questions resurfaced. Uh, but I don't think we're there now, and it's certainly not. That's not what's driving my thinking about this. I'm I'm, I'm more concerned to the point that 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 Peter just made. I I feel the first couple of times I saw Ms. Jean Pierre out, I, I I felt bad for her, but also felt like she should have been answering, should have been able to give more answers. But now I feel I feel worse for her than I do the the former because I don't think she's been given the information. Uh, so I, I think whomever is in charge of that, I think you had the right question there, Brett, about whether it's a November 2nd disclosure or even these disclosures now, uh, that person or those people need to be removed from the decision making. And let's get let's flood the zone with as many facts as we possibly can, because the only way the president is going to dispel all of this, President Biden, that is, is dispel the, 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 the thinking that maybe something uh, that there might have been some mishandling here, gross negligence, which being the standard. Uh, is to give us all the facts and let us uh, let us understand that there was nothing done wrong here. I, I think it's hard to reach that conclusion uh, with how how facts and how things are being disclosed uh, and and how this process is unfolding. To borrow Mr. John Pierre's line, uh, words how this process is unfolding now does not give the kind of confidence I think that a lot of people want, especially in, increasingly on the Democratic side. Yeah, Colin, on the Republican House side. You know, obviously, this factors into investigations. This is a lot of what they're talking about. Other investigations will launch. Um, do they risk at all overshooting here uh, on the investigative side and not on the legislative side of instead of messaging pieces of legislation or investigations, actually passing stuff that has a chance to actually hit the president's desk? Well, on the one hand, it's given the the House Republican majority something clear and discernible to focus on that's certainly in the news, and it moved the news cycle on from the the messy process that was the uh, election of Kevin McCarthy as the next speaker and uh, turned turn attention elsewhere. So that's helpful. And there's look, there's any number of, of of places for the House Republicans to focus on, whether it's this, whether it's stories about COVID waste and abuse during the uh, the the PPP funds and elsewhere. Uh, there's a lot going on in the Virginia school system right now. And I think the key for the Republican Congress is to focus on the issues that are front and center in mind of voters. And because that's going to offer the, the, the next Republican nominee, whoever he or she may be, uh, some, some t- discernible messaging they can grab onto and really elevate it 
uh, over the course of the campaign, uh, both the primary and the general. But to me, the, the the biggest problem. Look, I'm not a lawyer, but I would guess that uh, that pre- either President Biden nor President Trump uh, ends up getting indicted or, or or faces legal questions about their respective handling of, of classified documents. But the biggest political um, problem, as I see it for President Biden, is this whole saga upends the entire promise of his presidency, that we were going to return to normal, that we weren't going to have all these heated back and forth debates. And right now, he's quite literally enmeshed in a scandal uh, that that he was labeling his predecessor as totally irresponsible a few months ago. And voters are smart enough to sense hypocrisy. And that's the real uh, that's the real long term damage. I think the Democratic Party faces right now, in addition to not really having any potential successor waiting in the wings. Uh, it's no President Biden was on a winning streak coming out of 2022. This certainly halted all progress and all of a sudden has thrown his political viability uh, back into question. All right, guys, thanks very much. And now a bit of history. Although President John F. Kennedy is generally regarded as the first TV president on January 19th, 1955, President Dwight Eisenhower held the first ever televised news conference. Secretary James Haggerty feared that his boss may be asked a question about the use of nuclear weapons against communist China over Taiwan skirmishes. However, Eisenhower, ever unfazed, quipped, don't worry, Jim, if that question comes up, I'll just confuse them. Television would first show its major impact on the presidential politics in 1960, the presidential debate, as radio listeners felt that Richard Nixon had come out on top, but TV viewers favored John F. Kennedy. That'll do it for this week. You can hear more of this series at foxnewspodcast.com, wherever you download podcasts. Make sure to leave a rating and review. We want to hear from you. For Colin, Harold, and Peter, I'm Brett Baer. We'll see you next time. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.